Hey there, and welcome to the Skin Lovers Unite podcast. My name is Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen, and I'm so excited to educate you on all things real skin science. Over the past five years, I've gone from working as a dermal therapist to a clinical educator where I worked with some of Australia's leading skincare companies, learning so much about the skin and science behind how it all works. And now I'm here to share all my knowledge with you. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, skin lovers. Super excited for this episode today. I actually wasn't going to do any more guests on my podcast, which I will reveal in another podcast as to why, but I literally could not say no to having the fabulous James Vivian on my podcast today. Somebody who I've wanted to chat to on the Skin Lovers Unite pod for ages. So thank you so much for making the time to chat to me today. I'm really excited to share you with my audience. Oh, me too. And thank you for the lovely introduction. (laughs) So for those who don't know you, share a little bit about your journey. And basically, I want to know how you decided to come up with your amazing Tina character as well. (laughs) Because I feel like everybody knows you from social media and from that character. But I want to know a little bit more about how you got into the industry, how long you've been in the industry, how you created your clinic, all of the fun things first. I did get into the industry somewhat by accident. I was working for ESOP as a sales consultant, sort of whilst I made some money, whilst I finished my music degree, very much with the mindset that I was going to be doing music, singing and songwriting was my passion. And over the next sort of like couple of years, I guess my passion for the customer service and the skincare aspect of what I was doing with ESOP kind of superseded my passion for music, or I think I also saw more of a future in that industry than music perhaps. So I went and I studied beauty therapy with a view to kind of work for ESOP as a facialist because they offered these really, really magnificent facials there. And I wasn't too long before I was doing that and I got sent up to Sydney and I was managing their facial department up there. And pretty much like on my first shift, you know, I've got all these faces in front of me and I'm going, I really don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like I can give a lovely facial, but do I actually know what I'm looking at and treating? So then I enrolled in the dermal therapies degree to get a better understanding of the skin. And I absolutely loved that. And then from there, started the Travelling Peelsman as a sort of complement to the knowledge I was gaining around chemistry and the chemical peeling component of the degree, and then opened a clinic and then grew that over over a period of, it's been 11 years since I had the Travelling Peelsman. We've grown very organically from a one-room clinic in Windsor to a two-room clinic in Paran, now to a six-room clinic in Turak. And I guess we've had a global pandemic in that period too, where our doors were closed and we couldn't look after our clients as we had always done. So coming back to your comment about social media, that's where I guess we just used that vessel as a way to communicate with clients and I guess I'm I'm a bit crazy. So like one day we just kind of created this character, Tina Toner, that would come online instead of me one day. That's been this 
wonderful full circle moment for me where I brought my music back in to my life because for so long I had completely just shut that aspect of my life away and focused on skin. But also I think I've always been a bit disappointed that I never followed through with it or always thought sort of what what could have been. So it's been lovely to actually bring my two passions together and create Tina, but also, you know, sometimes sing as myself and have the confidence to do it. I mean, I'm not doing it live. I'm doing it, you know, in in my bathroom. It's still quite a personal thing, but it seems to make some people giggle and and laugh. So that's where I definitely discovered you. I was like, ooh, because I thought at the time there wasn't a lot of people on social media standing out and doing really crazy things in our industry. And I really felt like you fledged the path for people to do that. And I just think it is so amazing because you just don't take yourself too seriously. I mean, you know, you do come across as a very serious person being in business for 11 years is very serious. But at the same time, I was like, who is this person having fun? Like, this is awesome. I think our industry can be so stuffy and serious. And that's a really important aspect of of what we do. We are dealing with skin. So yes. Correct. Correct. I, you know, I, I am a bit weird and, and I have, and I can't quite help myself, but have that shine through. And I think that that's quite reflected in our clinic too. You know, you surround yourself with like-minded people. So I'm always looking for people that have that quirk element and, you know, not afraid to come to work and be themselves. And then that also ripples through our clientele as well, that, that appreciate that and like a serving of fun with their fresh skin. And I'm sure it would make people feel so normal and so welcome too. But I don't even think it's that people are weird. I think it's just when you start to embrace who you are and you feel really confident in who you are, then you're going to attract those people, like you said, really organically. So I think that's just so epic. Now, so weird. Two nights ago, I had a dream and then it was funny because then you booked in for the podcast yesterday and I was like, what are the chances? My intuition must be strong. I got my tickets for Mardi Gras sent to me and I literally had a dream that you and I had a float at Mardi Gras when you were doing Tina Toner (laughs) and we were like squirting SPF on everybody's faces. That is the best dream I've ever heard, I think. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I was going to do a podcast with him. And then sure enough, you booked in the next day. So I was like, must be my intuition, but this is my request to you to one day do a float at Mardi Gras and represent the skin side. Spray SPF into the into the crowd. I think that's a, just a public safety. <laughs> but I actually want to backtrack a little bit there because I love that you said you accidentally fell into the industry and that was basically through working at ESOP, which now I've just been schooled because for years I've been calling it ASOP. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that you said that you really fell in love with the customer service side of things. And that's one thing that... I am huge on and I try and preach all the time. And that's something that when I start my own clinic, I'm going to be bringing into it. But I would love to hear what you do differently at your clinic in the way of customer service, because, you know, so many people don't really take the time to map out the customer service journey and what that actual pathway looks like. And I'd love to hear little tips or tricks that you do differently at your clinic that might inspire somebody else to do at their clinic. First and foremost, I often say, you know, James Vivian is a customer service business and we just 
know a thing or two about the skin as well. We come from all decision-making processes from the perspective of the client and working for ESOP, but also working at Country Road and working for really beautiful boutique organic food stores by people that I worked under that were so passionate about what they did. That has sort of always shaped my view of customer service. And, you know, I worked for these businesses and I never really wanted to let anyone down, be it the the management or be it the clients. So always just trying to innately impress people, I think is something that I've always wanted to do and not making people happy. And I think we have to realize that, yes, we can do amazing things with, with the skin, but also you have to remember that there's a person attached to that skin with needs and wants and feelings. Let's use our consultation for example, like you know, we ask all the the pertinent questions about a skin's history, about medical history, about their concerns, about the skincare they're using. But we also ask our clients questions about any budget restrictions. Do how have they gone committing to a treatment plan and a skincare routine historically? Do they like downtime? Are they happy with discomfort? Because these are the sorts of questions that I think when you ask a client these sorts of questions, it's got nothing to do with their skin, but it's got everything to do with the person. And we all want as therapists to have long-standing relationships with our clients and like nothing's forever. And you can do everything to the best of your ability and a client still doesn't come back for whatever reason, particularly when it comes to treating the skin, this is not an exact science. You know, you do everything you think that is going to be in this skin's best interest and then something goes wrong. And that can be because you might have misjudged the skin or because the client went home and did something or something completely different. So you have to remember that even if you do your very best, it's not always going to yield a return. But I'm always thinking, how can we try to have these clients for as long as possible? So tapping into those sorts of questions, finding out where your client is at, I think in that respect is really important. I used to sort of think that customer service was about, you know, like a a soft, fluffy blanket and, you know, like a little bunch of flowers on the desk and some, you know, nicely curated playlist playing through the clinic. But it's about so much more than that. I think a big part of our customer service is, is our attention to following up with our clients. And in my opinion, that is just something that comes completely naturally to me, but we have protocolized it so that it is never missed because I think as therapists, particularly working as dermal therapists with certain modalities and certain strength chemicals, you're merely setting in motion a chain of processes that do not yield an outcome until the client's nowhere near you. I think to myself, well, what the hell is happening to that client's skin 24, 48, 72 hours, one week, two weeks later? So we really impress the importance to our clients on how we will be following up with them based on our desire to know if the treatment's been successful, but also that it's been safe and that we really encourage our clients too to always reach out to us if anything's fit, if they've got any questions or concerns, because it's so much better that we catch those concerns in real time as opposed to 
the client returns in six weeks and they've said, oh yeah, you know what? I used that product twice and it did this. And so I haven't used it since, but that was the product that was going to prep them for their skin that you were going to do today. So we really encourage this two-way conversation with our clients. And we use a system called Podium. We're texting clients. uh, We're capturing any questions or concerns. We're answering them in real time. And I view that just as important, if not more than the treatment themselves. That is just such gold right there. And I think you're so right because I see the big brands doing customer service amazing these days. And then I want the small brands to be doing the exact same. And it sounds like you're just leading the way with that. So I hope anybody listening to this takes lots of notes from that and clicks pause, rewinds, and re-listens to that again because that is amazing. I do find it a little bit rare that people do amazing customer service within our industry. I definitely am an avid experiencer of our industry. I go and have a lot of treatments and I'm always like, didn't quite hit the mark. (laughs) So, you know, when you do come across businesses who are doing things differently and have obviously sustained business for a long time, I'm always super curious to find out, well, what's the secret? And it comes back time and time again that there's no secret. It is just putting people first because at the end of the day, people are the lifeblood of your business. And I think it's so important to remember that. Yeah. And also it's going to be different for everybody. You've got to go with your clientele. You know, like I started off with one client and I went to two and I went to four and I went to eight, you know, but like you don't know what your clients need until your clients come to you. And I don't have any children. I guess I'm married, but you know, I can put my full care and attention in into my business and my clients. So I can imagine it would be very challenging when you're trying to juggle that with all the other important people in your life. But you know, like I could give 110% to each and every single one of my clients. And I still, I think I haven't lost that. And we're sort of at a bit of a crossroads now where like we could get bigger, right? We we moved into our new location in June 2020 thinking, okay, we were on uh, high street for seven years. So we'll be in this new location for, I don't know, maybe even longer seeing, but we've already built two more treatment rooms next door. And like we could we could move to another location, right? But I think what we have at the moment is very special. We have incredible dermal therapists, some who work full-time, some who only work two days a week. None of them want to work anymore. So the only way for us to get bigger is to to, to grow the team, but there's eight dermal therapists now. I mean, I don't want to be greedy. And I also think that there comes a point where you do start to lose what it is that makes you special. So for the moment, um, our books are closed and we're just very, very happy with where we are because we're also still catching our breath over the past three years. Mm -hmm. Like the, the hustle mentality that I had to you know, really, really, I've always been a hustler, but like over COVID, you know, to sell a cleanser, you know, it was such a big deal so that we could keep everything going. And it was only till like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, we don't have to hustle anymore. Like everything is okay. And it's already made a really big difference to me and probably to everyone around me that we can just, everything is good. (laughs) And yes, there's whispers of, you know, another wave of COVID and all that sort of stuff. But like for the moment, We need to actually appreciate what we've got and not be on the back foot all the time. I've gone through a similar journey recently where I was so stuck in my to-do list and the doing, 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 and then I had a chance to go overseas for a week, completely switch off, and it gave me the opportunity to step back, look at the bigger picture, be grateful for where I am and be like, okay, I am where I want to be at the moment. (laughs) 
I don't know why I'm trying to get to that next level all the time. I think I just need to enjoy where I am. And it's so important, I think, as business owners, because otherwise that's where we can get burnt out. And thank you for sharing that as well with your experience. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. Before we get back into it, I just had to share with you my brand new program that is going to skyrocket your confidence when it comes to educating your clients on their skin concerns. And as a result, increase product sales, treatment bookings, and the best part, client results. When you sign up to explain skin concerns like a boss, not only do you get my training that shares with you exactly how I explain each skin concern to clients, but you also get my skin concern flashcards that you can use as a visual tool during consultations. Imagine if you could increase average client spend by $100 or more simply just by educating them. As my gift to you, I'd love to give you $100 off your purchase. Click the link below in the show notes and use code EXPLAIN100 at the checkout. Now let's get back to today's episode. You have recently launched a skincare line, which I would love to dive into. Sure. I have been extraordinarily lucky to be on this journey with Adore Beauty, who own Viviology. And now Kate Morris, who founded Adore Beauty, she's a client of ours. And, you know, we've spoken at length about skincare brands, about the industry, about online sales, all those sorts of things. And through that, you know, we kind of ended at this place where we really did feel that there was a gap in the market for a high-strength, simplified cosmeceutical brand at a very accessible price point and one that was dermal therapist-led and one that, you know, had that element of fun and play and humour to it. Again, not taking itself too seriously, but at the same time being sort of everything that you would need, whether you're a beginner um, cosmeceutical user or quite an advanced cosmeceutical user, you can slot the Viviology range into any skincare routine. So we launched with six SKUs. We launched our sunscreen whilst I was overseas, so a few months ago. And um, it's definitely the long game for us because, you know, we want to create a really, really full circle cosmeceutical brand that you know it's nothing's ever going to speak to everyone you cannot have a brand that is the brand for everybody but a brand that certainly speaks for itself and really connects with anyone that wants you know to be using really great skincare but doesn't want to be paying what we often are selling to our clients a still fabulous skincare, but skincare that has just had to pass through many, many, many hands, distributors, wholesalers, the clinic, um, before it gets to the client. And then boom, the serum's 350 bucks. Like there's a lot of fat. <laughs> yeah. There is. It's still a great serum. And the price is the price because every clinic's selling it at the same price. It's the RRP. But um, I feel really proud and honoured to be part of this brand that is actually making skincare much more accessible. I love that so much. Congratulations. When I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I'm just so excited for you. And even seeing um, Yad's talk about it, Yad's Couchy, oh, yeah. I just think it's just such a beautiful looking, sophisticated brand as well. So it doesn't have a cheap feeling to it. But as you said, it's a very accessible price. So congratulations. That's an epic collaboration. 
Thank you so much. It sometimes feels a bit surreal because, you know, I'm so in the day-to-day of my clinic and has and have always been, you know, nothing happens without a lot of, you know, hard work and wins and losses and all of that. But with Viviology, I am really just part of a bit, much bigger team that are working daily on it. My fingerprints are all over it from ingredients to copy to packaging to branding. But really, I do kind of get to sit back a little bit and whilst a lot of the work is done behind the scenes. So I'm very lucky in that respect because I definitely underestimated what it takes to get a skincare brand off the ground. It is a tireless day after day after day process of talking to so many different people and coordinating so many different people at so many different times to produce an end product. It's quite extraordinary. You've just given me cold feet. <laughs> I was going to create my own skincare brand next year. I'm already looking at hiring some contractors to help support me because I'm like, I know there's a lot that goes into it, but I don't quite know. So yes, I definitely would say that you're lucky, but it's also about who you know, right? So very fortunate at the same time. Correct. Correct. And I guess I say this because it's what other people have said, you know, it's what happens when you've been around for a while, you know, like it was, I guess, my relationship with Kate Morris um, and the fact that, you know, she enjoyed our treatments and she could see that, you know, we were, we were somewhat established in the industry that really probably helped to facilitate this opportunity. For sure. Oh, thank you so much for having a chat with me today on the podcast. If people want to learn more about you, more about Viviology, how can they find you? Uh, they can go to at Viviology Skin on Instagram, viviologyskin.com.au. Check out my website, jamesvivian.com.au, or we are at jamesvivian on Instagram. Amazing. And I'll pop everything in the show notes. But thank you so much for chatting with me today. I really appreciate it. That's my pleasure. I had lots of fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it or learned something new, be sure to share this on Instagram and tag me at Skin Queen. That's Queen with three E's. And I'll be sure to repost you. Have an amazing day and stay moisturized.